You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Black Insider Bengals podcast. He's John Sheeran. I'm Anthony Gazenzi. You can get this show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can get it on YouTube. You can get it on Art19 and on Cincy Jungle. Get it how you can. We've got a lot of good material coming up uh, as well as our normal show. So so please check it out. Keep keep tuned to us. We uh, we appreciate all of the support. And there's been a lot of new listeners, it seems like, in the, in the live broadcast which is awesome as well we're going to get out of here with uh listener questions we're going to i've already got one teed up we're going to try and maybe take one more beyond that you can give us a call or shoot us a text uh 949-542-6241 i think i know who this is this is the orange black insider who's this terrell yes terrell oh we we thought we thought we had somebody else but uh you're well, John, on, you're going out of order, man. You go out. Yeah, I know. I know. John, uh, John uh, thought it was somebody else on the line, but we are happy to have you, sir. Uh, we're going to get to our game in just a second here, but uh, what what can we what can we answer for you tonight, buddy? Uh, Oh yeah, Monken, yeah. Thanks for the call, Terrell. Interesting stuff, and and I think a lot of us are in in agreement uh, with you in terms of the Bengals are probably. I, I think common sense tells you they're probably waiting for one of these guys. Thanks for the call, by the way, Terrell. That uh, they're they're waiting for one of these guys for this weekend to pass. I mean, I think that's kind of what we're thinking, right, John? 
Yeah, I think best case scenario would be for them at least that the Colts and the Cowboys win, so the the Chiefs and the Rams are out of the playoffs, and they can, I guess, make that decision final as quick as possible. But yeah. it's probably not going to happen. So I guess we're just going to be left in the dark for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think the enemy's probably at wet at one of the top of the list. But what do you think about what he just said about Le'Veon Bell? I didn't think about that. You said uh, a lot of, he said the Ravens. A lot of people think he might go to the Colts. I think I think the bridge is burned, obviously for Pittsburgh. I don't think that's that's happening again. And then obviously Pittsburgh pr- uh, proved this year that they can run the ball with basically anybody. Uh, Connor and then the other the other kid that they had uh, ended up having a I think a hundred yard game for him as well at some point. So I mean they can there that's kind of plug and play there. But what do you think about Bell and, and the Ravens? That's interesting. That'd be such a pity signing because he would obviously get more opportunity and more money with the Colts because they have, I think, 120 in cap space and they have a proven offensive line and mind to work with. And even if, you know, Marlon Mack is ascending there, I'm, I'm sure Reich and Frank Reich could get the most out of both of them and, you know, make him worth his money. But going to the Ravens would be such like such an in-your-face kind of thing because I don't think they can pay him what the Colts can and I think their backfield is pretty much set as well with, with what they have and how he would work with Lamar Jackson would, would be extremely interesting. But they all, he, he would just be going there to prove a point, I guess. And I have to, I guess, respect that if he decides to do it. But if this whole thing was about him getting the biggest bag, I don't know why going into Baltimore would be the answer to that. It would, it would simply be to stick it to, to the Steelers yeah. twice a year and, and potentially the Bengals. So like just like Terrell said, that's – but that would, that would not be good. I would just like to see him just – Get out of the division. Just you know, I don't. I don't think the Bengals need to face him twice a year. Uh, we could have de- we could have talked about this one when we talked about Mike Munchak, I guess, John. But uh, we got a text earlier in the program from. Let me see the area code um, from five one three. Well, that's Cincinnati area code, so. <laughs> Shocker, um, but uh, I didn't get the name of the of the person, unfortunately. But um, just two words and a question mark. Greg Williams. Meh. I, I I don't really have a strong opinion on this because, like, I, I think he's funny as a meme, and like I, I like I kind of like to pretend that he's not like an actual person. He's just kind of like an alien alien kind of figure that just says random football things from here and then. But he did surprise me in Cleveland and and how. You know, players rallied behind him and how he was able to effectively utilize and elevate that defense to the level that it should have performed because there was a lot of raw talent on that defense and he ended up making it work. And it was, it was again, a strong unit after it was 2017. So, um, you know, I, I think Cleveland handled the situation perfectly in hiring Kitchens and letting Kitchens pick his own staff and clearing out most of that staff, which one of them ended up being Ken Zampese, the quarterback coach. But yeah, I, I think that, that Williams will probably find another job because of the job they did. I think he's like the third winningest coach in Browns history in terms of winning percentage after going like five and three. So Crazy. I, so like I, I think I, I think he does still have a future in this league, but I you know, if if the new head coach likes him at defensive coordinator, then I guess, you know, there, there's reasons to support that. But I guess he's not my first choice. But he has he did surprise me this year and he, he, he he's now considered a person in my eyes and not just some figment of my imagination. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, 
for for head coach right now, I'd kind of say let's let's no, definitely not go, head coach. Yeah, I'd say let's maybe go a different direction. But uh, for defensive coordinator, I I would be on board with that, um, especially because of like you said, how the Browns rallied around him, some of the things that the Browns were able to do, and and you know he collected some talent there on that Browns defense, and he made it work. Um, there, there's, you know, there, there are some talented, talented players and young talented players on that defense that the Bengals will have to deal with for a long time. Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. Uh, I mean, the list kind of goes, goes on and on. Um, I think, uh, I don't know how old he is, but, uh, Schobert, the linebacker, he, he seems to make some plays a, a lot as well. He's, he's a decent player. So, um, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of good pieces on that defense and Greg Williams probably not only helped bring those pieces in but also groom them into productive nfl players we're going to get out of here with with this one it's kind of a tag team question from two people in our live youtube chat this this question normally i wouldn't answer at this time of year but i think it's pertinent because the Bengals are now searching for a new head coach and i think the discussion kind of needs to be had this will probably change after free agency but um Vignesh Arasu says, what position do you think the Bengals should draft in the first round this year? And Peter Nefa says, should they use the first round pick for a quarterback understudy for a year? Is that the way to go? Um, your thoughts there very early in the process here, John. Um, I think at the moment there's like one clear quarterback that you would want to sit behind Dalton for a year to then take over. I think that's Haskins. And I don't think that they'll be able to get Haskins unless they trade up and Right for, for the Bengals that we know, at least that that's not a likely possibility. Um, as our own Matt Minich said, you know, it doesn't have to be a great quarterback class. There just has to be a great quarterback period for your team. And honestly, it's it's still a little bit early to clearly say that with any with any conviction because there is some intriguing names, but there's not a lot of guys that the data in terms of predicting quarterback success really supports besides Haskins. But yeah, it, it, if they're you know they, they could pull a Bills and just you know, defy, you know, conventional thinking. And if they truly, you know, buy into a guy, then, then, yeah. then they have a plan. And at least you can kind of rally behind that. But as far as right now, the position that they should look at, I think it has to be either uh, offensive tackle or linebacker. I think th there has to be a certain time where we just, you know, they just nail down the linebacker position in a, in a true manner, whether that's an actual free agent signing to a multi-year deal or just go out and get a guy who's a clear cut blue chip prospect and, Maybe there's the, maybe there's that guy on draft and they got like Devin White from LSU. We don't even know if he's going to declare for the draft, but he would probably be that early favorite now. And if it's not linebacker, then maybe they shore up that right tackle spot because the you know at, at least they have some solidity along three positions on that line. Maybe they can get away with a bad guard if they you know a bad right guard I should say if they pair him up next to a competent right tackle. And I think if they find that guy at at, number, at 11th overall, then they should probably pull the trigger if they don't have a linebacker there. Yeah, and I think um, see from what I've read a little bit on the tackles uh, this year, it's not there's not a bunch of strong ones. I mean, there's kind of some ones that are pretty good. I mean, even one of the guys, if you watch the national championship game, and by the way, we we were going to talk about some of those players this week, but uh, that played in that game, but too much going on with the coaching stuff, but. Uh, if you looked at I, 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 his name escapes me at the moment, but they're starting left tackle. He was pegged as basically a top 15 pick this year. He kind of got thrown around. Oh, Jonah Williams. 
Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, he got thrown around a little bit by the Clemson defensive line, which a lot of players do because that Clemson defensive line is insane. But, um, you know, they, you know, maybe he's more serious as a right tackle, whatever, in the NFL. But, uh, you know, that was a little disheartening. He's going to go up against as good, if not better, competition in the NFL. So that, you know, that's not great. Um, so maybe at that point, maybe he's a little reach, a little bit of a reach at 11. And then you say, well, then there's the Devin, Devin White kid from LSU. And that position is sorely needed at linebacker. You see the effect Roquan Smith had on the Bears this year. Uh uh, this kid from LSU is just like that. Um, he's, he's probably a little bit more stocky, uh, a little bit more of the middle linebacker type, I think, but uh, can just make a lot of a lot of different plays like a Roquan Smith. I really wanted Roquan Smith last year mm-hmm. um, if the Bengals were able to grab him. But uh, so I, and it, it depends on the coach. Personally, I'm kind of saying, well, you got your new head coach. You're going to have a new defensive coordinator. I think a lot of people want the move to quarterback, but maybe just after so much change, maybe early on you, you kind of go more, a little more safe. Um, you kind of, you know, what Marvin did, even though he wasn't a head coach at the time, but what Marvin, a new head coach, uh, what Marvin did in 2011, they took the safest player in the draft and AJ Green at number four, and they just said, that's where we're going. Um, and maybe that's what they do this year. So I, I agree with you, John. I think offensive line or linebackers probably the way to go. Depending on who they hire, though, if it's Bienemy or one of these uh, one of these guys from the Rams, maybe even Monken, I don't know. Um, they may they may be saying what they're selling is we're moving away from Dalton and we're we're doing something else, and uh, maybe that's enough for Mike Brown to go and say, okay, we'll give you the capital, to go up and get a Haskins or something like that. We'll mm-hmm. see. Thanks for the questions, guys. We're, we're running a little late. We're running a little long. We started late tonight, unfortunately, but uh, we're. We've got to get out of here for time purposes. Uh, you can keep your eyes and ears not only to this podcast, the Orange and Black Insider, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Cincy Jungle and Art 19, but you can also keep your eyes and ears to CincyJungle.com. Uh, we'll have all the updates, news, analysis. We're, uh, I have to pat us on the back. We're pretty quick on the news front in terms of breaking news. And so uh, not only that, like I said, opinion analysis, all that good stuff. So keep it there as well. And for John Sheeran, I'm Anthony Cazenza. We'll see you next time. Everybody, it's Neil Patel, editor in chief of The Verge. I host a podcast every week called The Verge Cast. My friends Paul Miller and Dieter Bone. We've got a rotating cast of characters from our entire site, which is about technology, how it impacts culture, and how that is all a big cycle that causes us to have a wide variety of feelings that you can listen to every Friday. We've done over 300 episodes in the six years since The Verge has been around, but you only need to listen to one, the latest one, to get caught up on everything in tech news. Verge Cast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else you listen to podcasts check it out hey this is scott galloway author professor entrepreneur and most importantly host of the prop g podcast we got a special series running on right now called the future of work where i answer all your questions on surprise the future of work 
questions including what are we missing when we work remotely or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking. From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the future of work, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropG Pod wherever you get your podcasts. more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 